Oh, hi, Beer. Hello. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, hi. All right, so those are terrible impersonations. This is Game <laughs> for a Movie. Yeah. I am your host, Mikey Tech. I am joined by... Andre Bellinger. How's your sex life? Uh, what? It? How's your sex life? Uh, I think that's very personal. Oh, okay. Ha, 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 What a story, oh, what, a, what a story, Mike. <laughs> My name is Mitchell. <laughs> if you couldn't tell by now, we are reviewing one of the worst movies of all time for our 15th episode. Wow. Yeah, 15 episodes, guys. Wow. This is special. This is it is, a special? This is a special. Okay. It is a special. So are you setting the precedent that every 15 episodes <laughs> henceforth will also be a special? I think number 30 we're going to do Birdemic. Okay. This is my thought process. Wow. All right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a lot of like folks, this? Yeah, sure. A lot of people put that on par with the room. Yeah. The okay. fanfare isn't there. Right. The fanfare right. isn't there. No. Right. But, uh, you know. Uh, okay. But we are talking about the room for this yes. 15th episode. Mm-hmm. Um, why so seminal work. Oh yes. my goodness! And we could have also watched his other movie too. Which one? Uh, there's two, all right. A Best Fiend, Friend. Best. So, so Best Fiends is not directed by Tommy Wiseau. Oh. He only stars in it. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But yes. I feel like that's good enough. He takes a script and makes it whatever he wants. Yes. Once he says the words, for sure. <laughs> you could tell that they were just like, okay, he's just gonna do his thing. You guys have to improv around him, and yes. that was it. You can yeah. tell. So, so Tommy Wiseau is a creative genius. Can uh-huh. we all just start and say that? Yes. I Let's was see. really talking about Big Shark. Oh, Big Shark. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Okay. Yes. Right. Is that even out yet? Uh, it is. 2019 is what it says. Wow. And, uh, we got a whole month left. An 8.2 <laughs> out of 10 from 20 reviews? Sounds about right. Love it. It's all from Tommy Wiseau or Wami Taizo. <laughs> Wami like, Taizo. Sure. <laughs> it released September 2019 in the UK, but we can probably find a copy somewhere. I'm sure. But Big Shark is probably on that short list. So right. it's Jaws meets Tommy Wiseau. Yes. Yes. It's, I can't wait. It's, it's bigger Jaws. It's bigger Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are missing T-Dog. Unfortunately. Um, how, do, how do we know, really? I feel like his presence is always here. His presence is felt. Yes. But uh, it is it is always sad when we're missing T Dog. But at the same time, we can play Where's T Dog? Where's T Dog? Mm, Got good. some theories of where T Dog is? Um, I think that he's on the roof of a random apartment building, holding somebody else up for drug money. What kind of drugs? We don't know. Oh, but I think okay. That- yeah, mm. I like it. Let me put my tinfoil hat on real quick. Yep. I believe he is secretly the greatest detective in the world, mm. and he's trying to figure out once and for all what exactly happened to Jeffrey Epstein. <gasps> oh, my stars. Oh, there you go. I've seen him on Reddit right. quite a bit. Yes. He is definitely a conspirator. Or conspiracy, conspiracy, or conspirator. I think that might be the twist. Maybe a little bit of both. Like, I think well, a little both bit sides of both. The coin. Yes. I think Jeffrey Epstein is still alive somewhere. Oh my god! With Tupac, right? With Tupac, yeah, with Tupac. yeah. In Cuba. Okay, yeah, great. And T Dog's T Dog's the one holding them, <laughs> keeping them safe. <laughs> he's the he's the bodyguard. Oh, T Dog has the bodyguard. He's oh, the no. hitman's bodyguard. The Mandalorian. Oh, he's he's oh Mando. Mando. <laughs> Uh, or who's Baby Yoda in this case? Um, keep Jeffrey Epstein away I from this. Like, no, no way. Keep Take Jeffrey away. Epstein away. Oh, All you have to do is tell him that he's 50. It's fine. <laughs> this went downhill fast. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're well, still talking about the room, let's right? Let's talk about the room. <laughs> oh, Tommy. Speaking of downhill. Yeah. Um, we watched The Room. If you mm-hmm. follow us on Instagram, you saw some of our night of reactions. Oh, yeah. God. Um, Just about died. Yeah. <laughs> this movie. It's great. 
I mean, it's what awful, we, but... No, it's terrible. What yeah. do you want to talk about? Like, uh, where, how do we dive into my, this? My movie? first question is, yes. did you guys have fun watching the movie? Not asking if the movie was good, but if did you enjoy yourselves watching it? You know what? I, I messed up a part. We'll come back to your question. Okay. Because we have to announce what we're drinking. Oh, that's right. Of because course. Because it is the room. <laughs> we have to drink something. Uh, yeah, I'm, yes, I'm drinking scotchka. Um, scotchka. What are you really drinking? I am drinking Dogfish Head Suddenly Comfy. Suddenly Comfy. What kind of beer is that? Imperial Cream Ale is what it says on the bottle. Okay. It's tasty. Tastes like Christmas. Um, This is Harpoon's Winter Warmer. Gotcha. uh, Holiday Ale with cinnamon and nutmeg. Nice. I have it every year. It's a very good beer. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. And then our friends from Night Shift Brewing. You guys remember when we we met the Night Shift Brewing guys? Yeah, of course. Night Shift Brewing, we love you. This is called One Hop This Time. Which is uh, a mosaic one hop IPA. Oh, I get it because it has hops in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I also have a morph, which is a rotating India pale ale from them as well. Also nice. known as IPA. Ah. But I have two from them because I have a six pack of random beers. I wanted to keep it the same tonight. So Night Shift Brewing, welcome to the podcast. There we oh, go. I love it. So what's yeah. a rotating Indian pale ale? I what does that mean? Don't know. I would guess that it's always kind of different. Oh, oh, gotcha. You know, like that's, the mystery flavor Airhead? Yeah, okay. So that's so, like their R&D beer almost? Like, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. So cool. there might be like a Morph 2.0 or something like that. Sure. Mm-hmm. I know like Stony Creek has uh, Krankenstein. Yes. Which they have different brews of Krankenstein. Mm. Yeah. So if you get like 7.0, it's like, oh, it tastes more hoppy. Or if you get 1.0, it's more fruity. You know, that kind of stuff. Right. So I'm guessing that's what this is going to be like. One hop this time because that's the first one I cracked open. Pretty great. Nice. <laughs> Pretty damn great. Pretty Sick. damn great. It looks great. So, yes. All right, now back to your question. Okay, okay. now first, Andre, you have seen this movie a lot, which is why you're kind of spearheading the conversation. Right? A little bit, yeah, sure. How many times have you seen this? Um, I've lost track. Probably This is probably around like the eighth time I've seen it. <laughs> eighth, eighth time you've yeah, seen this yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's only, I'm a guy who, like if I watch a movie again, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how many yeah. movies I've seen eight times. No, and then normally I would agree is that I I, I don't usually watch movies multiple times unless I really like it. Uh, yeah. But for have, me... I think I have five movies that I've seen like eight times. That's okay. probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like on the short list. Like it's probably yeah. the, the, I've probably, it's probably the third most times I've watched a film probably. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I would guess. Oh, so something like that. Mitchell, how many times have you seen The Room? This is... My one and only time, though, I saw all the YouTube clips of like some of the greatest hits mm. from the room after yes. the Disaster Artist came out. Right, sure. and I really enjoyed that movie, which is based on the making of the film, starring James Franco and Dave Franco. Um, anyway, so I really enjoyed the the Disaster Artist, and then the room. Of actually seeing it is another experience. It's, yeah. it's, Even with just your buddies. It's a different thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. You yes. have to watch it with people. It yes, absolutely. No, this is like, d- don't watch this movie by yourself. I mean... You're not going to enjoy it. No, definitely not. There's nothing to enjoy. Right. <laughs> You're just going to be sitting there just mad that you decided to put on this movie and you yeah. will stop it. Yeah, yeah. It, no, it will not get through it. It's just, it's more fun when other people are suffering with you. Exactly. Yes. 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 This, this, is, this movie requires friends and it requires alcohol. Yes. I would say. So... Let's jump into it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, th- that being said, did you guys have fun? Like, what? I'm glad I saw it with you guys. Okay. Like, I'm really glad I saw it with you guys because it did make it better than if I would have had to watch <laughs> it on my own. Yeah. Yep. That being said, I hated this movie. Oh, sure. Almost every fiber of my being. You are never going to watch this movie ever again. Probably not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So with me, I, for me, I love the in theater viewing experience because you, you know, especially in a packed house. Like, the most recent one that I could think of, 
where it was like the movie was elevated because of the theater going audience around me was Get Out. When I watched Get Out for the first time, people were reacting. It was the first weekend it came out, so no one, you know, everyone was hyped for it. But actually watching it, people were laughing at the right points or scared at the right points. It was just like a big communal experience. The Room has a a very similar effect. Mm. For whatever reason, it is so on its face bad that everyone is just watching this train wreck all together. And it's just so much fun, especially when you do have alcohol. That's how you get past some of these five-minute sex scenes that, you know, are, like, five minutes separate from each other. Yeah. It's nuts. <laughs> I legit it's, forgot how front-loaded all the sex scenes It is were. very front-loaded. Is yeah. there three or four sex scenes in the first ten minutes? I think it's three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is this an odd sexual relationship with the younger character? I forgot his name. Um, but Denny. Denny. Denny, yes. Denny, who's kind of... I don't know. Tell He's me why Zoe's Ward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ward. It's, it's, it's his, ba- it's his Robin to his Batman. Sure. Oh, yes. God. I like that headcanon. Why not? I mean, I'm just. I'm, I'm yeah. giving it's it a comparison. It's, yeah, it's, it's a comparison. It's a comparison. It is yeah. accurate. But this is if Robin watched Catwoman and Batman get it on. Sure. Oh yeah. God. And yeah. say, oh, can I join you guys? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, straight up. That is a line from the movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's weird. It's so, weird, and no one thinks it's weird, but everyone watching it. Yeah, oh, right, yeah, no, nobody in the actual, like, <laughs> movie is like, oh, you know, they're all, it's, it's just Denny. Denny's being a kid. Denny's, oh, yeah. Denny, oh, Denny, ruffle his hair a yeah, little right. bit. Yeah, no. So no. Let, let's let's move forward on with the understanding that we all think this movie is objectively bad. Yeah, From of course. Yes, yes. We're, we're not going to deliver any hot takes and say that this is a good movie. Right. But I will argue this is a great movie-going experience. Okay. With the right people. All right, I'm and happy it's, about it's, that. It's the same way that I experienced Rocky Horror Picture Show for mm, the first okay. time. Yes, I saw it in Palo Alto with was well, essentially mostly a group of Stanford students. But you know, it's just oh, like, I saw it in Palo Alto with Stanford students. <laughs> no, it was like my buddy was living in Palo Alto at the time, and then we were like, I was 25, 26, so I was well after graduating. But it was just a lot of, um, you know, just like a younger group. But they were just so into this really shitty movie. I yeah. don't think it's a good movie at all. Um, oh, but I love Rocky Horror. I, know I would say Rocky Horror is more competent than the Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's better than The Room. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's better than The Room, but I think it's a bad movie. Um, yeah. all, the, all the same. But, the, again, the movie-going experience, the, the, you know, they're singing along. They are making fun of the movie as it's going. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with The Room. And I've seen that there are midnight viewings. And right. I, I do want to experience that. Dude. I That is one thing. I will probably not watch it again in the setting that we were in. Right, right. right. Definitely yeah. not. Right. But a theater, I would probably go back and watch it again. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I agreed. 100% agreed, I would say. I that, That's probably my favorite time I've seen The Room was the one time I went to a midnight showing. And it was like at a totally packed theater. It was like, I think... Like a year before, I think they just announced that Disaster Artist was going to be a thing, and so yeah. then they that was like the, oh, oh spurhead all these yeah. like yes yeah. exactly right. Yeah. I still can't believe this movie came out in two thousand three. Yeah, in terms like, of how it looks, yeah, and all that. yeah. Like I would have imagined, like if you would have said late eighties, yeah, sure, okay, wow. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But this movie came out in two thousand three. Yes, and. I was, you know, they, they mentioned this in The Disaster Artist, and I was reading into it. You know how everything looked like it was out of focus? Yep. Yeah. Like straight up, it looked like it because Tommy Wiseau wanted to film on both digital and film at the same yes. time. Yeah. The issue is that the lighting has to be different right. for, for the mediums. And they went with something that was halfway in between. The crew knew that it was wrong. Right, right, right. right. And I will say this. 
for the crew that was involved in this movie, I'm not saying that any of them were destined to be Oscar winners at any point, but, but they were more competent yeah, than yeah. what was uh, put up on screen. Right. right. It's that's kind of sad. It that is, is by one by that's by one thing that goes out for the people who made the movie. It's actively bad, but that should not be a representation of the crew who put that shit together. Right. They were just hired hands, and then you know their names are. In the credits, they're attached to this movie. It's on Whether IMDb. they wanted it to be or not. Exactly. Um, yeah, like all the... I remember, like, I think the actress for Lisa, like, she just pretended that that movie never happened for, like, years until this whole weird resurgence happened in, like, the early 2010s or whatever. And she, like... I think it took her, like... She said, like, 13 years or something like that to, like, finally be like, okay, fine, like, come out, you know, like... I'll do like interviews about this movie or whatever. I mean, she's yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a, a, I don't blame her. Really. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely not. Should we yeah. run through the plot for people who don't know? I guess so. Andre, do you wanna? I mean, you've seen it the most. I have seen it the most. It's basically at the core a very cliched love triangle story, um, and you can really start tell... love triangle. <laughs> go from there. <laughs> right. What's that? Yeah. Start love triangle. Go from there. <laughs> yeah. Um. You could. You can totally tell that. I think Tommy Wiseau went through some shit. And try to, like, he, you could definitely tell that he superimposed himself on the main character. How would you know? What's his main character's name? Johnny. Whoa. <laughs> and I wouldn't Whoa. be surprised if Tommy had a Lisa in his life. Right. That's, yes. Her exactly. name is Liza. Liza. Eliza. Yes. Liza. No, I think her name was actually Lisa. Like, he just left it. Copy right. and paste. Yeah. Right. And so it's just a super. Lisa, this is against you. Yes. <laughs> So it's a super cliched story of, like, Tommy, or I should say Johnny is, like, you know, he's supposed to be the ideal, like, provider for his fiancée, Lisa, but Lisa is, you know, secretly having an affair with with Johnny's best friend, Mark, who's supposed to be, like, this young, like, stud guy. Damn you, Mark. Damn you, Mark. Oh, and then, um, you know, Lisa's mom is in the movie for a little bit. She definitely has breast cancer. But it doesn't get touched on at all after that. It's definitely yes. breast cancer. It's definitely breast it's cancer. It's the line delivery. That yeah. blew yes. me away. Yeah. Yes. She walks in and says, well, I got the test results back. I definitely have breast cancer. And that's it. They right. never like, brought up again. She's never. like, yeah, Lisa's like, word. And then they move on to the, the love triangle she's in. Right, like, yeah, what? exactly. And then so basically Lisa is supposed to be the, like, she's like the villain of the story. She's lying to everybody saying Johnny abused her and that she doesn't want to marry her anymore. But then she pretends that they're still okay. And but then why? We'll, Johnny just got a promotion. Johnny was a, well, Johnny is close to getting a promotion. It's, yeah, very close right. to He's getting, next that, to getting promotion. that promotion. And yes. somehow everyone knows this. Yeah, exactly. Like, right, what? right, right. Like, like Lisa's own mom is like, you shouldn't leave Johnny because Johnny is going to get a promotion. How does Lisa's mom know that? Yeah, like, right. Well, like, also I understand if, if she knows because they probably, like, she... He probably told Lisa, who probably told her mom, because her uh, mom's always there. I guess. But yeah. everybody else doesn't make sense. No, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Outside of Lisa's, yeah, everyone's just like, Johnny, that guy who's due for a promotion? Yeah. Yeah. What? Dude, Johnny, he's a great guy. He's, he's, a great he's really guy. good at his job. He's about to get promoted. <laughs> Who'd you hear this from? Oh, some news guy down the street. <laughs> right. Uh, it, it's amazing how everyone in San Francisco knows about Johnny and how great he is. I mean, you know. Wait, could... this movie took place in San Francisco? I couldn't tell. You couldn't <laughs> tell by the <laughs> Golden Gate <Great> Bridge? <laughs> Shots. That was the establishing shot for just about every scene. Every scene. Yes. Hey, we're still in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know, it's a, and then 
there, so Lisa and Mark are banging on the side, but then Johnny doesn't know that his own best friend is cheating with his with his fiance, and it's this whole thing, and it's my game fucked in the belly button. Yes, right. I should say, yeah, they're yeah, they're they're humping, they're dry humping each other's belly buttons, basically. Yeah, it's high. Ugh. It's very. It's high. very high. Yeah. They're getting very high in those scenes. It's mm-hmm. um. Yeah, not one time great. I think it was in the knee too. Like oh, it was yes. a little low, right? Yeah. And jeans were on. I jeans think. were on. Jeans yeah. were on. Uh, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Really. Is Tommy Wiseau the most in shape, out of shape guy of all time? Right. Yes. Or like other way around? No, I don't know how to put it. He's out like shape, weirdly shape guy? out of shape, in shape. I don't know. It's well, because well, like he looked. He's like he looks like an alien. You know, like yes. he's just he's so pale, like pallid, and it's just ugh. yeah. But he's yeah. weirdly toned in a way that I'm just not comfortable with. <laughs> yes. I'd like rather him not be toned. You know, it's like. So there's yeah. like a there's a joke in Family Guy where they talk about like the 1940s detective movies where it's okay. like in shape out of shape detective. Oh yeah, he's just like all barrel chested. He's, right? he's all barrel chested and he's like, "Do you want a piece of me?" And the guy goes, "I'm not sure." <laughs> <laughs> and then he like takes a breath and his stomach just goes. Uh. <laughs> yes, I do want a piece of you. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of Tommy. Is like. Yeah. It's weirdly in shape, out of shape guy. Yeah, yeah. very deceptive, and ultimately, I mean, uh, you know, uh, trainers across the world are still debating on whether or not he is actually in shape. Right, right, right. So, I mean, I so I actually currently on the Tommy Wiseau diet, uh, so I'm trying to get that Tommy Wiseau I look, think that physique. I did want to give you a compliment, but then I didn't. Right, which I think you're is just the point. Con- yeah, you, you yeah. came in and you look very confused, which is what I'm going for. So, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. Uh, workout plan is, though. Throw a football. Yes, a lot. A lot. Mm. Yes, just toss so it around. So your one arm and, 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 just gets... And it's not that work. far. Like, you're just tossing it, like, 10 feet, maybe. Something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. With your best yeah. buddy. A few yeah. underarm. A few underarm. Maybe maybe, 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe go for maybe a little homoerotic tackle in the middle of the park every yeah. now and again. With you Denny, know? who's just way too into it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. When you say an alien is, or Tommy Wiseau is an alien, I mean, it's things like that that make it seem like, wow, this really came out of the mind of an alien. It's like, oh, how do human males bond? By throwing footballs around. Right. And that's it. Like, he just throws that in there. Like, there's no reason why that they're throwing a football in the middle of an alleyway dressed in tuxedos. Right. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> before the wedding. Before, oh yeah, of course, before the wedding, I mean... Mike, you had a you famously brought a football to the wedding. Yeah, yes. right. I was yeah. kind of weirded out by it, but then I was like, ah, you know, whatever. This is how this is how males bond. As, as, so. Yeah, exactly. As right. botanic men, we always have a football. Right, right. There's right. always something being tossed around. Yep. Hmm. Mm. Fair. Mm. Yeah. What's our favorite line from this movie? <sighs> I mean, well, Sadly, breast cancer is definitely up there for me. <laughs> it um, is definitely one of my favorites, especially because. I think Lisa's mom was oh. actually the best character. No, I have one. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, she's a, she's, Lisa's mom best. Is, yeah, she's yeah. my favorite. Like she has she a line about movie. breast cancer being totally real and never brings it up again, but yet she's still my favorite because she uses logic the most. I think she does. Yeah, somehow the most logic is infusing her character. Yeah, I will say uh, Greg Sestero's iconic "Keep your stupid comments in your pocket." Is uh, one of my favorites. Ooh, that's yes. very good. That's a yeah. Nice one. Mm-hmm. And Greg is the best uh, friend. Mark. Yes. Mark. Yes. Yeah. 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 So oh, like, and Mark. Tommy and Greg are kind of best friends, or at least life, that's yeah. the lore. That so, is the lore. Again, projecting Tommy's real life experience into this movie, him casting uh, Greg as Mark. Is that telling of like, hey, there's some resentment there for something? Like, I don't know. I think like the disaster maybe. artist never implies that, but no. it does imply that Tommy but is jealous of maybe. Bob Greg. Yes. So, so um, if, in the in the audio, or well, I listened to the audiobook version, but like the book is written by Greg Sestero. Um, I don't know. I think he had like a co-writer on it, so yeah. who knows how much of it is his own words? But 
Yeah, but I usually think with co-writers, it's just more so like you get somebody that actually has written a book. Yes, before. right, an actual skilled writer, but yeah, he's still telling exactly. a story. Yeah. And you could tell that that I think, yeah, I did think that Tommy envied Mark a little, or envied Mark, wow, uh, Greg a little bit, because he was like just, Greg Sister was just trying to be like an up-and-coming actor in, in L.A. That's like, you know, yeah. he was just like a good-looking kid, just trying to like find roles wherever he could, and he, they met each other in an acting class, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So... And he was coming up around the time, like late '90s, early 2000s, where things like 902 and O was still a thing. Yeah. And Greg is what's his last name? Cicero. Cicero. He kind of fits that look. He does. You know. Right. So he is Hollywood is looking like. I'm not being crazy on this, but he is an attractive male. Like he could have been right. in a yeah. lot more things. Yeah, exactly. Sure. There's a, there's so. a timeline where he has a like not like I don't even know like how great a career, but there's a there's a timeline where he has a normal trajectory for right. a, a, a aspiring actor in Hollywood. Yeah, you know. Exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's a great actor. No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. But he's a good looking dude. But I think he also knew the train wreck going in, you know, and he was like, yeah. well, this is for my friend and I'm just going to do it, I guess. Yeah. Right. So. I would also say that uh, he probably played that role because uh, best friend probably screwed him over with Lisa and his name was Mark. I'm yeah. telling you, Tommy wrote this straight out of his life. Yeah. It yeah, happened yeah. in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. so the or maybe is, New Orleans. Right. No one knows where he's from. That's yeah. the thing. No one knows. If you hear Tommy Wiseau talk, you can't point out an accent. He claims he's from New Orleans, but <laughs> I call complete bullshit. No, definitely not. How did he fund this movie? Because right. as bad as it was made, it still cost seven figures. It did. Make. Well, because, like you said, he had, it, he had it filmed on two separate cam- like two separate yes. sets of cameras, right? So insane like yeah. it blows me away like that's why you know the whole half star thing with me is like if you made the movie you get a half star because of how hard it is to make a movie at the end of the day they made a fucking movie they and it's awful they made a movie it is awful and 16 years later we're still talking about it so, for sure so yeah it's incredible well, and like, I think somehow, sometimes you catch lightning in the bottle in the worst ways possible definitely and I think what separates this from most other known bad movies is that I think almost every other bad movie I've seen knows that it's bad at some point you know what I mean like you can yeah. tell that they're this not in on the show this one tell like the heart was there to make it work exactly yes right. you, like, like it doesn't know like <laughs> everything around it just you can just tell that it's so irreverent you know well and that can also be seen that he kept it in theaters for the full two weeks right. or whatever it was yeah, to try exactly. to get it an Oscar nomination yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he checked all the boxes to make sure it was eligible for an Oscar yes eligible is the functional term yes. because it was not going to get an Oscar no, it, it wasn't even close <laughs> no. not at all yeah he, like in Disaster Artist uh, James Franco says that he wanted to make a Tennessee Williams drama yes and, that's a, I mean, if this is his version of it, I mean, you're right. There's heart. Like he right. wanted to make that movie. Yeah, he wrote it himself. Like I hate that we're saying it has heart, but it does. Well, it and does. that's and that's the that's probably why it lasted as long as for it sure. Has, right, is because it does have that heart that kind of peeks through. Yes, and that you can see the intentions are there. You can see that it's meant to be like. It is a passion project, you know. Yeah, like right. He always wanted to make a movie. He made a movie. He wrote it. He directed. It. He starred in it, and or not directed, but you know, close enough. I think he did. He directed it. I thought he brought in a director to like kind of 
do it. No, so he okay. brought in. I mean, like the I forgot what the Seth Rogen character. Yeah, yeah, right. that's, he was, that's he was like the main like camera operator. Guy, yeah, right? so, so he was like the DP. So yes. it's like I don't know what the relationship was, but Tommy Wiseau is credited as the director of the movie. Right. So okay, he did the casting. I mean, and, 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 I know he did the casting. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's the casting director though. Right. <laughs> and, you know. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. You're right. It's just everything that he could creatively control, he did in the movie, yeah. which is nuts. Anyway, it's awful. Half, it's a really bad movie. half star from your boy, but you know it's. Uh, and then I'll buzz, or bump it up to a one star because of the viewing experience. Oh, okay. I had a lot of fun yeah, with you guys. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I laughed my ass off when he was. The best part about this movie is that there are long monologues that go nowhere mm-hmm. at all, and it's uh, the scene where this will not make it in any of the hypercuts on YouTube, but like the greatest hits of the room. But it was such a great line, and it got me completely off guard. It was a story of how uh, Tommy or Johnny met Lisa for the first time, and there's a part in the story where he couldn't cash a check, and Mark's like, why not? And then Johnny responds, uh, because it was from an out-of-state bank. I don't know. And then I just lost it. I'm like, why is that question asked? Why is that detail in here? It's never revisited again, much like the cancer. I don't know. It was so funny, and I lost it. I literally fell off the couch when we were watching that scene. Um, so yeah, the viewing experience is awesome. I mean, you've never had an out-of-state check bounce? Uh, it's uh, from out-of-state, man. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, like, yeah, for Johnny's experience coming from Louisiana. You right, know, right, yeah. New Orleans. That's an out-of-state check. Definitely not from out of the country. What? what yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You guys asked favorite line, and yeah. like, it's going to be a generic one, but at the same time, I just love it. Uh-huh. Yeah. When he goes into the freaking flower shop, and he just says, oh, hi, doggy. Oh, hi, doggy. Oh, and he classic. On the and he plats yeah, yeah. on the head. Like, yeah. it's just it's one of those lines where it's just, it's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like looking back, seeing that he dubbed that whole scene over. Right. Yes. Like, well, he dubs, he dubs how he, much of it. Like, I think he dubs almost all of his lines. His, like, his own lines character seems, yeah, yeah. Yes. to be dubbed the most. But that entire scene with, oh, you're my favorite customer. Like, oh, John, you're my favorite customer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's And how quickly paced that scene was. Right. Compared to how long the sex scenes were, and I'm like, if you budget this out differently, <laughs> right, oh and you God, really want that scene, they you reuse have that... footage from the first sex scene and the second <laughs> sex scene. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they, <definitely laughs> do. <laughs> they recycle some shots. It's an economic filmmaker oh, for you. Oh my God. <laughs> Three sex scenes. They were like, movie. I like this sex scene, but I need it to be a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> need uh, just a little more. What do, what have we got left on the cutting room floor from the first one? <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, there's so much to dive into. You could teach a class in the room, to be honest. You probably could. Probably could. Yeah. It's like what not to do at film school. But yeah. <laughs> here's here's how this position works. This yeah. is how Tommy made it work. Yes. Oh, exactly. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. It is a do and do not. Like it's here's what you do. Here's what you don't do. So you say half a star, maybe a one with the one with the viewing experience. Okay. So one. That's the absolute limit. Of like okay. how, oh, like you're looking at this objectively. I, yes. Right. Okay, got it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Mr. I've seen this movie eight times. I mean, it's a half, yeah, it's like a, it's a half star. It's, it's a, it's a half, well, point five scotchkas out of five, right? Okay. It's yeah. a half filled glass of scotchka. Point five scotchkas. Which, by the way, they drink it. It's absolutely foul. Oh, yeah, it no, sounds nasty. miserable. Yeah, yeah, no, no way Ugh. I can do that. Scotch and vodka. Yeah. Uh, scotchka. Yeah, I mean, you know, what? Uh, uh. <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Here you go. Uh, yeah. So we don't know what's going on. <laughs> Cracking Crack. open a nice scotch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. 
But, I mean, that being said, yeah, I've seen this movie multiple times. I will probably see it at least a handful more, you know. Yeah, I think I mean, I don't know. Like, I just, I like showing this movie to people only so far as to just gauge the reaction. You know what I mean? I guess that's how I feel about, like, giving people more. Yes, I I, I honestly, it might be a similar kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Okay. I've got two bottles, by the way. Oh, God. It might be better than Skoshka. Malort might might kill you, though. Like, The Rooms is a bad movie. Right. Malort won't kill you. I felt like I was on the doorsteps to death. Yes. After drinking it. It Shout out to Malort. So, The Room. (laughs) So, The Room. I'll have another. Um, um, (laughs) I give it a big... Zero. Oh, the big first zero. zero. Big, big zero. Yep. I just, I, I can't. I can't with that movie. I understand your logic of they made a movie. I get it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they made a movie that he enjoyed to make. Yeah. The rest of them may have been like living hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he liked what he was doing. And so for that, I, I got to give it a zero. Okay. It was just, it was, it's He's so, so disconnected from the world. Like, he, he is. He had no right. idea. It's he had no so clue. fascinating. He had no clue. It's, a, it's definitely a look into someone's mind. Like, yeah. I'll say that. That movie offers a look into Tommy's mind. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to live in that mind. No, definitely not. No, 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 no. But visiting for 90 minutes or but, however long the movie is. Exactly. Right. And I'm there for it. Right. But, yeah, it's pretty wild. The Zero, don't blame me at all. Yeah, right. Yeah, I guess I can't, all. but... It was a bad movie. It was nice hanging out with you guys, but yeah, it was... <laughs> it was nice hanging out, but fuck this movie. Fuck this movie. <laughs> It was funny because I, I felt more times like I was watching your guys' reaction uh-huh. than I was watching the movie. Sure. And, like, I took a few pictures or stories or whatever because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just, it was one of those things where, like, just needed to get that reaction. Yeah. You guys had, and it, it was different reactions between the two of you. You were just like, what the hell's happening? Like, yes. head in hand. Yep, and you're just yep. like, yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying <laughs> yeah. this part. More, more. <laughs> The Jack Nicholson gif of just like, yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I I stand at a firm zero. Okay. Uh, Can we talk about that ending? God forgive me. Me. (sighs) The fact that like he shoots himself? Yeah. Where did that come from? It's a great tragedy, man. You know? You feel bad for him. I do not feel bad for him. I don't know. I feel bad that I watched it. (laughs) Fair (laughs) enough. He was so invested in Lisa. His only true love. Yeah. And then, I think they showed the gun at the beginning, right? Do they do that at all? I don't like, think they. I don't think they foreshadow the gun. They don't foreshadow the gun. Don't they don't, don't even do a Chekhov's gun. In they this don't thing. do a Chekhov's gun. No, I don't no, think they I'm ever show sure it. Okay, because yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, when did the gun show up? Like, like if it he did, just randomly like he just, had it, he just had it. Yeah, oh, had for sure. Yeah, as one does. Okay. Oh no! Does he? Oh my god! What? I just pieced it all together. What? This movie's amazing. You know what it is? The Chekhov's gun. Remember when Denny was getting held up by Chris R., the drug guy? Yeah. Oh, it's Chris R.'s gun. It's Chris R.'s gun. Oh! Oh, my God. Whoa. Tommy was so the master (laughs) filmmaker foreshadowed that, and it took me eight times for me to unlock the true That's a twist. Very twisty. The gun that was meant to kill Denny ends up killing Johnny. Exactly. And Denny later. His... Then uh, assuming Denny later. Uh, yeah. Oh Denny my God, wanted to damn. join. Oh, yeah, yeah, right away. Denny I want to be with join. Johnny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to be with Gary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. God damn it. Can we go on Drink and Morning? That's yeah, let's do it. That's actually a good show. <laughs> yeah, right? That's still one of my favorite episodes, too. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. We Woo. have to play that game. Mm. Okay, so, well, 
It seems like we're winding down on the room already, or can we keep going? Like, I, I mean, what else is there to say? I mean, I'd yeah. say watch it with some friends, I guess. Go yeah. in knowing it's going to be awful. Um, the first okay. time I watched it, I had no idea what it was. Like, my friends just were like, oh, we're going to watch this room. Or watch this movie. It's called The Room. And they, yeah. like, tried to play cool. And Do we I, know why it's called The Room? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I would. Because it all takes either. place in a room. Well, it's really it doesn't like, yeah. like we're on a rooftop, we're yep. in a yeah. shop, we're yeah, in a, we are. the living room, and then the bedroom. Is it the room this? where he kills himself? Like, is that it? I guess. Yeah. I don't know, man. I gotta say, I'd rather call it the rooftop because, right. you know, like that felt oh, more. The green screen? The Can green we talk screen? about the, the green, green screen? The green screen. Yeah. It was solid. It's you amazing. mean that's not a real view from San Francisco? <laughs> I just don't. Look, I mean, even, like you said, 2003, green screen technology is at a place where you can make that look real. Right. They yep. Tra- yep. <laughs> through whatever reason, they did not make that look real at all. No, it was. It is so actively bad. bad. It's yeah. so good. Oh, my God. It, it, it blows my mind. It's just like you hire people to do this. Anyway. Yeah. And yeah. It all, it's like the top down. It's like the owner of an NFL franchise called, let's say, the LA Chargers. It says awful <laughs> from the top, and then it just disseminates down to the rest of the team. And I'm seeing You seem that. to have a personal experience. Yeah, uh-huh. I hate the Spanos family so much. <laughs> um, anyway, they make it really hard to root for my chargers. Um, anyway, yeah, the uh, the room. Same the room. I think it's the same thing. Top yeah. down. Same thing. Top down. Rotted from the top down. But at least it was entertaining to watch. Chop off the head, there is no other. Yes. We might be laughing at it, but we're still laughing. Yeah, I mean, look, 16 years later and... Still going to go on, I'm sure, because of the book and the movie. And the funny thing is, artists. like, when I posted something about us talking about it, people know what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it is. Right, yes. You're right on it. 16 years later, and people are still still talking about it. Yeah. I will say, um, it, it is really lightning in the bottle because best friends, fiends, however you want to pronounce it, not yep. the same itch. I went, I went to see that in theaters, and... This is why I'm hoping Big Shark's better. Right. Like, that's the thing, is that, big, like... I'm uh, hoping for the room of shark movies. Right. And I don't, I don't God, but it's hard to capture that, I guess, really, because it's too competent. And it's kind of, like, it's not good enough to be in an entertaining film, obviously, yeah. as Tommy Wiseau, and he's going to torpedo anything he's in. But it's also... Torpedo, I got you. Oh, yeah, there you go. Shark yeah, pun. yeah, 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 shark well puns. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah. All right. Um, I see what you're biting down on. But it's not bad. It's like, it still knows what it has. It still knows it's a Tommy Wiseau movie, so mm-hmm. it's too... Like competent, if that makes any sense, you okay. know, yeah. doesn't right. capture that surrealist, awful badness. I guess okay. whatever. Best friends, maybe skip on that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What shouldn't we skip on, or maybe what should we skip yeah. on? Oh, oh. Well, well, yeah. How, how do I twist that? I like that segue. <laughs> Hell yeah. Cool. Um, I'll start. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari, easy one. And I'm sure a lot of people have seen it already. Okay. Um, it is. What I view as kind of a throwback in a movie that, frankly, you just don't see as often as you, I think, you would back in like the 90s and stuff in terms of what big production companies would throw their monies behind. And in this one, it's a period piece set in the 60s about race car drivers, and you have two megastars leading the way, Matt Damon and Christian Bale. Mm -hmm. and. You know, honestly, without things like Batman or things like any kind of MCU franchise, you don't see as much money put into ideas like this. Right. Like big action set pieces, um, you know, done based on a true story, but not a story that a lot of Americans would be familiar with. So I thought it was very well done. Um, You know, it's a 
definitely a classic um, you know, kind of a sports movie kind of thing where you get the rise and the fall and then the uh, ultimate event at the end, which mm-hmm. is like whatever the race in this case is a 24-hour race the in 24 Le Mans. hours of Le Mans. It's incredible. And that was my favorite part of this movie mm-hmm. was how they nailed that because if you do not nail the racing, then this whole thing is for nothing. Right. And it's everything from the cars crashing into the into each other. It's the sound. It's all of it. You feel like you're actually in the driver's seat. And... James Mangold does a great job directing this. He's coming off Logan, where he had a, a Academy nomination for screenplay. With that, he might get it again uh, as another nomination for um, Ford versus Ferrari because he wrote That's this it. too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is just a lot going for it. And um, Matt Damon being in a good movie for the first time since The Martian—that's refreshing to see for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. Oof. Been a while. Downsizing, yeah, not that great. No. He did a movie called The Great Wall. What? That was oh terrible. my god! I oh forgot my, about that movie. My god, that, yeah. that is something that could be on our bad movies list. Yeah, I would. I'm, I would watch that for a bad movie for sure. So you seem too excited. Oh, uh, maybe I shouldn't. I should have hid my. You should have hid your excitement. I, I am going to take that away from you. Damn it! <laughs> so <sighs> welcome back, Matt Damon. Um, yeah. So it's great. He's playing Carl Shelby. He's in Suburbicon too. Suburbicon. I didn't see it. If he was, I wouldn't. I'm not was, sure. Yeah, it was um, uh, Cohen Brothers, I think. I gotta okay. look it up, but uh, I'm pretty sure that was him. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, but it was him. Sorry, Christian Bale, who was just playing Dick Cheney last year. Yeah, loses like a billion pounds to play this very slender race car driver. Right. And it's he easily has won the best role. And two knocks it out of the park. He's so, awesome. He's amazing. Yeah. He is absolutely amazing. And I was looking at his IMDb, just looking at all the Academy Award nominations that he had. He had no nominations until after the Dark Knight stuff, starting with The Fighter. So starting mm-hmm. with The Fighter on, and you get American Hustle, you get mm. yep. Vice. There's like so many of them. And I'm blown away. the fact that, like, it's literally every other movie, he's 300 pounds, he's 20 pounds. Like, Dude, yeah. Like, obviously, I'm over-exaggerating, but... It, but he commits. Yeah, yeah he yeah. does commit. Nobody else does a swing I mean, weight They can't like be healthy, Bale. right? Like, I I don't know. For don't somebody know. else, probably not. But for Christian Bale, he somehow makes it work. You're right, I guess so. Yeah, I'm sure... Like, obviously, he's a man of means. So he I'm does. sure he's yes. working with professionals who are right. This is his whole deadly. entire profession. He yeah. can set aside the time to get that stuff done. So. Yes. Right. Like you don't have to watch this movie, just look at the stills online, mm-hmm. but the machinist is probably the skinniest right. that he got. Yeah. And that was He was oh my God. He the, was Yeah, it wasn't too far before Batman Begins and wasn't too far after American Psycho where he was like pretty fit, you know? Wasn't it, it was like he had Dark Knight Machinist, Dark Knight Returns. Those were his. Or, uh, uh, so Batman Begins, Dark Knight. I don't know what order those went in. in I thought it was the opposite. I thought it was two and then three. I think I thought, it was one then two. Yeah, it was well, one then two. Let's look it up. But yeah, I was. I didn't pulling it up now. When I was a kid, I did not know who he was until I saw Batman Begins. But Same. you know, um, so anyway, shouts to those people. Great kind of a throwback in terms of what kind of movies Hollywood used to make. Um, and it's awesome that some uh, studios are still willing to take a risk on a, a project like this. And, you know, it's, of course, positioned to get some Oscar nominations and all that. But at the end of the day, it's a good movie. It's mm. not only just a trophy grabber. Like Machinist it's, was it's a before fun watch. Batman Begins. There okay. you go. So he bulked up. 
to get yeah, to Baltimore. Baltimore. And then pretty crazy. Uh, in between Dark Knight and Dark Knight uh, Rises was the fighter, which and he got very skinny. Short and right. yes, yes, yes he was very yeah, short and, and very he got his Oscar. So yeah. Anyway, um, highly recommend it. Um, I'm gonna give this one. Um, what can we do? Four out of five, right? Um, let's do four out of five hours at Le Mans. Or four out of five racing. I don't know. Laps. Laps. Whatever. Sure. sure. Fuck, Fuck it. it. Yeah. Fuck it. Four out of five record laps. How about that? Record laps. Oh, there you go. Nice. A lot of records. nice. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, four out of five. I'm sticking with. Uh, well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give a review to that too. Okay. Just a, cool. Just a number. Um, four out of five wrenches being thrown. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 Wrenches. That's good. So, uh, one of the ones I saw in between. I saw Ford versus Ferrari, which is one I've been wanting to talk about. I'm also going to talk about, spoiler free, because these guys have not seen it. Yes, please. please. Knives Out. Yeah. Yes! Woo! Ryan's out there! So fucking The good. Last Jedi 2! The Last Jedi 2. <laughs> when when, I, when I say it may have been my favorite movie of 2019, yeah. I'm, I'm not even joking. It may have That's been my awesome. favorite awesome. movie so of 2019. Uh, it was just, it was a great cast. Yes. Daniel Craig, once again, killing it with the southern accent. I love it. Because he was great in Logan Lucky as Joe Boom. Yeah. Now he plays Benoit Blanc, <laughs> the ben detective. Blanc. Okay. Uh, he is Creole descent. Oh, I can tell. Okay. And <laughs> yes. And it is it is phenomenal. Uh, it's got Chris Evans. Anna de Armas uh, should definitely deserve an Oscar nomination. Mm. In my Would opinion. you say she's lead or supporting? She is lead. Okay. Because okay. it is such a big cast. Yes. Yeah, you got yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is great. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Michael Shannon. <laughs> Don Johnson, Tony Collette, Lakeith Stanfield, Christopher Plummer. Yes. Like, it is just such a good cast. It's a murderer's row. It is a murderer's row. It is a whodunit. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're trying to figure out who killed the patriarch of the family. Mm. Um, Cool. What I like about it is that it subverts your expectations. You're thinking one way, and then all of a sudden it takes you another. Love it. It does it really well. Um, The whole time you're thinking one thing, and then just... Boom. Oh, wait, no. You know. It's funny because he did that with Star Wars characters and pissed a lot of people off. He did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, it turns yes, out it's did. fun when you just make up all of the characters. Yeah, maybe. And... Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, maybe. <laughs> maybe you run the risk of pissing off a lot of nerds when you do it with established characters that people have. Maybe it's to. the problem of the nerds. It is. You maybe. know what? Hey, man, I, yeah. love, I love Last Jedi. I love Last Jedi. Exactly. On, the record, on the record, I am a very big fan of Last Jedi. Same here. Yeah. So. So. The only thing I hate was the Casino Planet. But yep. I get why they had to do it. Yeah, you know yeah. And how he it. plotted it. It's yeah, that part I guess. But how, how's the casino plan yeah. in this one? Uh, the casino planet. <laughs> Did they, they go free to... the horses or whatever? The Is horse animal. The horse, the horse animal. Yes, yeah, the they animals? just run through the casino. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right, sweet, it happens sweet. like shot for shot. It right, right. The, the classic Ryan Johnson beats. Right. Yeah, it could have been pulled from the movie and added in. Yeah. Um. But really, I think it might get a five out of five. Wow! Five out of five knives. Because okay. he has uh, like right. he has like an iron throne knife thing. Oh right, because knives out. Yeah, so who cool. who do you think won the movie in terms of like best performance? Anna Darmus. Really? Okay. Really? I, I really mean that. Wow. Um, I think so. I actually preferred Joe Boom versus uh, Benoit Blanc as far as the yeah. Daniel Craig characters yeah. that are similar. Yeah. Now he's still great. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I just I preferred that. Um, Tony Collette's character is really annoying to me, and she nailed that. Yes. Yeah. So I will say that she did great. Uh, those are the two that stand out. Chris Evans was great, mm-hmm. um, but he was just kind of 
you know, he was he. Is the, he given a lot to do? Like that's the issue with some of these bigger casts. It's just like some, some, sometimes. Yeah, my issue was more so they kind of took a while to introduce him. Hmm. Like they kind of realized, okay, this is Chris Evans' character. We'll bring him in second half kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, got it. Um, but I understand his character motivation. They're really, I, I gotta say, yeah, it's 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 um, Darmus. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nice. She was she was fantastic. She really blew so, me away. And could you set the table for us for those who don't know how this movie begins? Like obviously with the who done it, it's just like okay, the patriarch is dead, but why are, why is everyone at this mansion? Are they all related? Like what's the Okay, yes. So um Anna Armas is the caretaker of the patriarch. Okay. Um she has been his nurse, but really she's more ju- so just like a person to talk to. Yeah. He kind of tells her everything, you know, it's just one of those things. Uh, Christopher Plummer is a patriarch. He is a murder novel writer. Um, that's why he has all the murdery stuff in his house. Uh, He's, like, right. really famous. Um, I'm just looking up. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is the daughter. She... Yep. She's... Her and... Um, she started her own company with her husband. Yeah. Um, they kind of, and their son is Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember who else. We've got Michael Shannon is given control of the publishing company. He's the son. Yes. And he's given control of the publishing company of the dad's books. So basically the only reason they're in business is because of the dad's books. I love Michael Shannon and I think he might be the successor to the Willem Dafoe throne. You think so? Mm, I can see that. You're right. Shit, an actor who's great at playing bad shit. Just crazy. Okay. Th- yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Michael Shannon. Right. Uh, Tony wow. Collette yes. is... That's a, I, I, yeah, I like that. I'm I like a fan of Very big fan. Tony Collette is a daughter-in-law. Uh-huh. Um, the son is killed somehow. I don't really remember that off the top of my head. It's not important. Okay. But basically, um, the patriarch has been giving her and her daughter money um, so the daughter can go to school and the uh, Tony can pay off stuff, I guess. I don't know. Just okay. getting money. Mm. So people want things from other people. Like, yes. Okay. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield is Lieutenant Elliot. Okay. He's there as... Oh, the, is, like, he, is he playing a detective? He's playing a detective. Okay. All right, let's he's hope part- it goes better than Death Note. Oh, jeez. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm sure it did, but... <laughs> yeah. And then um, there's a kid that's a uh, right-wing um, nut that's always on his phone. There it is. So, cool. yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Always on his phone. That's cool. played by uh, Jaden Martell, who you may recognize. Um, that guy. That guy. Oh, wait. I do recognize him. What was he, um, I don't know where he's from, but I do recognize him. Oh. He was an it. Oh, yeah. That's, okay. that's there the it only is. thing I recognize yep. him. Yeah. Done. He's, he's, <laughs> an it. he's an it. Yeah. So he's the main little boy. Yeah. 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 So. But yeah. Main little boy. The little main boy. little boy. The main lad. So, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> he's the main lad who's fighting the clown. Uh, yes. 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 Mm. Mm. So it sounds like this is just a yeah. bunch of Hollywood stars having a blast in an Agatha Christie novel. Yes, yes. exactly. And that's exactly what I would compare it to. One of my favorite books of all time is uh, And Then There Were None, which is an Agatha Christie book. Uh-huh. Okay. I highly suggest it if you guys are looking for a good book. Yep. Um, and it felt very much like this. They are all there for his birthday. They all leave. Next morning he's found dead. Okay, what happened? And it starts like he's already dead. 
it's a week later where they're still getting they they've done the funeral and that kind of stuff. Uh, they originally ruled it a suicide. Now they're not so sure. There you go. So yeah, but that's the base for the start of it. Yeah. Um, it is a very good movie. So solid. Yes, I'm very excited. Yes, awesome. I would see it again, like that. Five out of five knives. Five out of five, out of five knives. Ooh. Excellent. Yeah. All so right. Andre, it's so my turn. We look to you. Okay. Uh, if you will permit me, I want to give a brief shout out to Spirited Away, which is the last movie I've seen in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> it's great because uh, Studio Ghibli, 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 thank you, is having like a run in American cinemas, which Correct. is really cool. Yes. So, like, I saw Spirited Away before, obviously, but what did we watch together? We watched Howl's Movie Castle together. Yes. yes. I really enjoyed Ooh, that. Me too. Really enjoyed that. Right. And those were both, the, the so Howl's Movie Castle and then also this time Spirited Away, those are the first time I saw those films in theaters. Thanks and, for the yeah. invite, guys. I, was, I think we, we invited we did, everyone. We gave, we gave Not you the Howl's Movie Castle, no. Yeah. Are we sure? I'm pretty sure. I was I, like, hey. I, I think that was back in the group me days, but I think we totally invited people to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember that. Whatever. It was just it was just a Mitchell and Andre date, and it was fabulous. It was, well, if it was one of the days I was working, then fine. But if it wasn't, then screw was, you guys. I'm sure it was like a Monday or something. But, yeah, it was. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, it's, anyway. it's whatever. It's all right. Fine, whatever. whatever. You guys are the worst. Anyways. <laughs> Spirit away. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna. T- There's no hot takes here. Uh, I think this movie is close as close to perfect as it can get. Yeah. Um, I absolutely adore this movie. It's probably my. Uh, it's, it fights for my first place Ghibli film. Um, Princess Mononoke. Yes. 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 What? That's my favorite. Yeah, too. Princess Mononoke is my personal favorite. Yeah, I still okay. think. Um, that movie is so good. That one, so. Anyways, yeah, uh, it's, good. it's awesome. Um, nice. I'm, you guys are enlightening me. Yeah. Uh, any of the Ghibli films are worth watching. Uh, and it, seeing this in the theaters for the first time, not obviously the visuals were spectacular, um, but I think what I really appreciated the most was the sound design of this film. Um, Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli at large, I should give credit to the whole entire studio, they're really good at capturing the sounds of nature. Um, and Well, not even just nature, just like every single fantastical environment. You know, like I'm really, you are really absorbed into the, the scene um, just by how well all of the, like all of the ambient sound effects are. Um, yeah, I don't know. This movie is just a visual masterpiece. Uh, like the music is, is just so engrossing. It's, it's, I don't know. It's a surreal experience because of how differently paced it is, and I think this goes for a lot of Ghibli films. Like I think when yes. you noted it when we went to see Howl's Moving Castle, where there's like there's a whole extra act in there that yeah, aren't it felt in... like four acts. It did, like, yeah. The beats of the the movie were very different from Americans. Exactly, from and Americans. it it did feel. I mean, it's it's kind of like a lackadaisical pace almost, but you it's still just this really awesome journey to go through, like to see Chihiro's journey through the spirit world, as it were. Um, I mean, I'm going to be talking in very general terms because it's hard to nitpick at this movie, I guess, but, um, I've seen this movie, like, I'd say probably like, this is probably like maybe six, seven times, which now is super sad because this movie deserves way more watches than The Room does, I would say. (laughs) Uh, so I should probably watch it more to fix that. Anyways, um... Yeah, uh, Spirited Away is just an absolutely amazing movie. I'm going to keep, like, I would say, if you haven't seen it, absolutely do. In the theaters, if at all possible. I have no idea how long this, like, Fathom Events thing is running. But yeah, um, I would say, let's see, hmm, five Water Dragon Spirits out of five. Uh, that. Yeah. Two fives this time. You know, I mean, it's easy because, like, Spirit Away is, like, that's the first Japanese film to win an, an Oscar, I, I believe. I get like, it, for but best, still. For yeah. Best Family yeah. Picture. So. Yeah. But still. Yeah. All right. You guys want to jump into things that we should, should not see coming up? 
Um, you know, I was just about to look it up, and uh, you just caught me in my pants, Sam. I'm, I'm so going to have to say, I'm going to have to, I'll cover for you. <laughs> yes. I have to say, I am excited slash terrified of the Sonic and the Hedgehog movie now. That's the thing, they fixed it. They, they fixed it, They yeah, fixed the look. Fine. They fixed the look. But I'm still what terrified is... that movie's going to be bad. I don't know. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. it's going to be bad. I should say, it's going to be awful, but like... I want to know how awful it's going to be, you know? I, I want to hold your hand and say, Andre, everything's going to be okay. You're right. This movie will be bad. <laughs> so, so I don't think it will be bad. Right. I think it'll just be middle of the road. I think it'll be what it is. I hope. I kind of hope it's worse. That's what I mean. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like, I kind of hope it's bad, like worse than that. Yeah. I guess, right? In a weird way. I guess. It, I'm just glad they listened. And, like, I'm going to support yes. it. I'm going to buy a ticket to that movie. And just, I'm sure. gonna, you know, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm going to watch it on Valentine's Day, obviously. It's the most Valentine's romantic Day. film yes, you could exactly. go to, I think. Yeah, it comes out on Valentine's Day. It's, it's so <laughs> worth it. You know? Uh, Mine is Yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm just so, I don't know why I'm cu- I'm curious about it. Even though, even with the new trailer, it looks aggressively mediocre, you know? Sure. I will say there is a small Easter egg where um, I, 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 I'm, sad, I'm, I'm sad at myself for knowing this, but there's like a little quick scene of like where he's running around the hotel room or whatever, and like like there's like seven different copies of him because he's moving around so fast, and one of the copies of him is him doing the animation from the old games where he's like falling down a ledge, and I'm like, okay. They did the ledge, like they did, like the anim, like tripping animations. See, it's like, done with heart. Crap! Like they, the somebody in the, on it's that team cares. Somebody on that animation team cares about Sonic. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, and that's that's what makes it's me gonna curious, be I great. Guess. It's gonna, gonna be, be great. Bad. I don't know, I, but I'm just saying it's gonna be great. Yeah, there you go. Mitchell, you, you yep, give I found, it time. Yep, I found something. So coming out. So what's today, guys? December second, third. So third. So in ten days. Uncut Gems will receive its wide release. Oh, yeah. Uncut Gems starring Adam Adam Sandler. Sandler. I'm just looking at the bill here on uh, Wikipedia, okay? This is how it lists the actors. Adam Sandler first. Mm -hmm. Second name, Kevin Garnett. Yeah, he's a big part of the... Kevin Garnett. No, he's a big part of the trailer. Former power forward for the Celtics and for the Timberwolves. Yes, and the Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Garnett. I just love the fourth person on the top build cast for uh, IMDb yeah. is The Weeknd. The Weeknd. And old school Weeknd with the weird hair. Yeah. So they shot this probably a while back. But also in this, Adina Menzel, Lakeith Stanfield. But Adam Sandler, back to the top of the call sheet. He is a guy who's actually been getting a lot of Oscar buzz for this. And now it could be just a thing where he's been a part of the Hollywood community for a very long time. Mm. He is... In a role where, you know, we have seen him in serious roles before, like Punch Truck Love and Spanglish. But this is something where a lot of people are buzzing about how effing great he is in this movie. And it's about a degenerate. He gambles. He puts, he bets on the ponies. He bets on basketball, which is why Kevin Garnett is involved in Mm -hmm. this. And it's coming from our friends from A24. Yeah. It is. um, Yeah. So it's. Everything says it should be good. Yes. Except Adam Sandler. That's that's the weird thing. So a lot of people, if you have not seen Punch Drunk Love, which is a Paul Thomas Anderson directed film, um, he stars in it. It's more serious. I would recommend that as kind of a way to uh, freshen your palate, as it were, for what kind of roles Adam Sandler can play. He has been in a lot of shit movies. I'm sure he'd be the first to admit it. Like, he literally takes movies to take his family on vacation yep. you know yeah. it's like oh we're gonna go to hawaii and this is like just to go to hawaii and then they'll shoot a movie 
He is also just go with it. Just go with it. That's yeah. you know, and then all he these Netflix be- movies that aren't great. Oh, like, he went on. He went on African Safari with his kids for Blended or whatever that was. Like there yeah. you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. So a guy who makes those decisions and he signs this mega deal with Netflix, and then out of nowhere he takes this role for Uncut Gems. And this is supposed to be like a gritty drama about a guy who gets in bad with the wrong people when you're, you know, betting underground stuff. So anyway, this looks very interesting. This is a segment about being excited for something. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it's bad. I haven't seen it, but no, damn, I mean, I'm so damn excited. I mean, that, that, that trailer, the, the one trailer I saw left an impression on me. I'm definitely curious. Yeah, very excited. Uh, I'm intrigued. There's a lot of energy around it. Hesitant. Is yeah. the best way. This to is, this is getting a, like so. Parma This is this is an A twenty four thing. So it's not, it's not. It's getting a theatrical release, right? It's not oh, yeah. straight to Netflix or anything like nope. that. Okay. No. Nope. So Netflix is going to be the distributor afterwards, okay, but got it. okay. it's going to have a theatrical release. I'm not sure for how long, but I saw international. Like Netflix has the international distribution rights, so it's definitely going to make its way to the U S. via that platform at some point. But I think they're pushing this as a theatrical movie, got so it. which is great. You guys Excuse me. Talk about what I was expecting you to talk about, so I picked one because I was just kind of like, okay, they're not okay. going to talk about this. I have one for each, excited and not. Okay. Not, I think I've done it before when we did our um, uh, Comic-Con one. Yeah. Um, I'm not excited for Cats as oh. we get closer and closer oh, to that oh, day. Yeah, that's happening. It, that, is, it is happening. That trailer gets worse and worse every time I watch it. And the, the funny thing is, so it's the same weekend as Star Wars just to, like... Oh, it's going to get demolished. It's, oh, yeah, it's going right. to get absolutely demolished. Oh, my yeah. God. Dude, that's like when Alan the Chipmunks came out. <laughs> when, yeah. the, when, when Force Awakens came out. That's <laughs> they're programming. Yeah, they're yeah. counter-programming, but it, it doesn't make any sense because Cats just does not look good. Right. So that's not excited about. Shouts to Tom Hooper. The <laughs> one I'm excited it. about... I went to opening day of Jumanji when it came out. Hey! Oh, wow. And okay. I really, really enjoyed it. It was a lot oh, of fun. It was a yeah. great movie. And yeah, so Jumanji The Next Level comes out. It comes out two weeks from now, maybe just yeah, a week from close. now. Yeah, it's, it's, we're into the month of it. Yeah. And I am looking forward to it. Yeah. I really am. The I, first one was yeah. a lot of fun. Like, yes. that is like, that is just like the perfect, not... Perfect's not the right word, but like uh, the perfectly executed popcorn. Yep. Flick. And nice. now, now we've got Danny DeVito and Danny Glover yep. in it. Yep. Yeah. Like it's it's uh, one of those things where it's just. Well, it's weird, right? Because like, how much Danny DeVito is actually in that movie, right? It's the likeness of Danny DeVito. It's know? the character of Danny. DeVito. Yes. But yes. it's it's exactly how Jack Black was, where it was just kind of like. Jack Black is playing a millennial girl, yes. you know, like, yeah. and it was it was hysterical. It, it was, was one great. of my favorite things. So now they're playing like The Rock and uh, Kevin Hart are playing old men. Yes. So yeah. I'm kind of actually going all right. This, you know, I'm I'm here for it. So I don't know. If it's going to be as good. It's definitely not going to be as good as the original because that came out of nowhere. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I'm hoping it's going to be good enough where I'm just sitting here going. Hey guys, I was right. I liked yeah. it. You know, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Oh, for but a fun time. I yeah. I am so into movie stars having fun on screen, which yes. is what what Knives Out sounds like, and the first Jumanji was definitely that. Exactly. So I don't know. It just sounds like a nice little. It sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. Nice little fun light movie over the holidays. Yeah. Something anyone could watch. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I'm into those movies for sure. Well, that'll do it for episode 15. I'm mostly putting an end to this because my battery is at 12% battery. Oh, my gosh. So we are going to save it just in time, hopefully. Nice. Um, But, yeah. So, for myself, Mike B. Tank. Andre Ballinger. Mitchell Clements. Thank you guys for listening. 
This was our room podcast, it and was. this is Game for a Movie. Why, Lisa, why? I'm fed up with this world.